Okay, so here we go. <sighs> Give ourselves this moment to connect, to center and to be still, to feel the warmth and the presence and the peace of spirit, of each of our spirits here joining together, joining with the one mind, the one source of life. We are so grateful that we have the opportunity to be here, to be together, to be reflecting on our lives, to be reflecting on what we're holding in our mind and what we're desiring in our hearts. We're so grateful for this community and the activities we're given that assist us to make a shift from any places of fear in our mind to a deeper knowing of love and a deeper knowing of our true identity. And so we are open to spirit. We allow, we allow our higher Holy Spirit self to guide us what to say, when to listen. We receive all the gifts of this time and we share them with everyone. And so it is. Amen. Yay. Oh, great. Great. Good to see everyone. Hi, everyone. Um, so what we normally do, if you haven't been here, we just, we pray in like we did, and then we review the question that I sent out for the breakout topic, and then we go into a breakout about 20 minutes or so, and we come back and debrief together. So here is the question. Where did that go? Okay, I got to get it pulled up here. There we go. So our question today came from the writing activity that Jennifer led. Um, so we always do the breakout call based on the week prior's class. So not this past week, but the previous week. And she had you do the writing exercise and she guided you through um, identifying what I really lack in my life, what I lack, what I crave, what I need. I feel limited because what I've never had, what I fear, what I really want. And so she had guided us through those prompts and then asked that you transform each of those answers with what I'd like is and the deep desire of my heart is. So I don't know that everyone's coming with written answers for this. So you can feel free in your groups to share whatever is, is, uh, available to you to share. But I added some discussion questions as well. Um, did you complete this activity? If not, can you say why? And that was just to see if, I don't know why I put that, but I did. <laughs> if you completed it, what insights have you experienced? And if you feel called to read your statements from what I really lack is transformed, to the deep desire of my heart is. You can feel free to read your statements in your groups. So I'm gonna put this whole bit of information in your chat so you can refer to it. And as usual, um, share whatever really is relevant to you to share in your group, because um, we're not judging each other. <laughs> based on what we've done or not, but just to say that what comes to you to share in your group about this. So 
if does anybody have any questions about that or would like clarification on anything, go ahead, Sheila. Uh, I just wanted to say since um, Betty and I have already talked, it'd probably be best if we were in different, a different group and not together. His spirit usually, you know, maybe it's not spirit, but it could be the order you guys come into class. You always get in the group. Oh, thank so you. you. Don't pick them. I don't. But I often think you guys just spoke, but then I just let it go. But thank you. I will. I can. I can make some move changes if I need to. So thank you. Anyone else? Question? Clarification? Okay. So let's just see what comes in your group, and of course, you know, it'll be good. It'll be helpful. So I'll pause the recording. Great, we're back. We'll resume the recording and then, um, yeah, this is just time for you to share any of your insights, um, what you learned, what felt important or helpful, anyone who'd like to share about anything. So I may just mute everyone and then unmute if you want to talk. How about that? Okay, so just feel free to unmute yourself or wave, or if you're on the phone, um, star six to unmute yourself. Yeah, we'd like to share something. I need the brave first one. <laughs> Is that you, Anne, on the phone? Yeah, that's me. Uh, I made a decision many years ago when I was eight years old and raped in the school bathroom. Do not have any friends because my friends left me in the bathroom inadvertently. They had no idea what was coming. Um, and so they were the cause of my being in the bathroom and rape mm. in my eight-year-old mind. Obviously, that has nothing to do with what happened. But anyway, um, I made the decision at that point to have no friends. And I've had a lot of acquaintances. I've had a lot of success in life. I can't say that my life has been not worth living, but I do not have any close friends, and I can't stand to be on Facebook because it makes me feel extremely vulnerable. And yet I came across something last night, night before, in the manual for teachers that I think is very pertinent. Time pauses as eternity comes near and silence lies across the world that everyone may hear this judgment of the Son of God. Holy are you, eternal, 
free and whole, at peace forever in the heart of God. Where is the world and where is sorrow now? In the next paragraph, it says, a little bit down, it is your function to prepare yourself to hear this judgment and to recognize it, that it is true. One instant of complete belief in this and you will go beyond belief to certainty. This is my prayer and my hope. And I put it in the God drawer. So, Anne, what did you put in the guard jar exactly? I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. That God would solve my reluctance to have friends and acquaintances and people that I share with. Mm. And help me keep my house clean so that I can invite people over. Mm. <laughs> Those are two separate requests. Thank you for sharing so deeply. And we all know, well, some of us know how powerful your God jar requests are, Anne. So. Keep us. I even have, I even have an envelope in the God jar that says request answered. I've got one thing in there. (laughs) The rest are ongoing. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. So it sounds like you felt you've had a lack of deep friendships and you're moving into desiring that deeper connection and asking for it and trusting it will come. It scares the hell out of me, though. <laughs> Maybe that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Karen, you want to say something? Go ahead. Going through my head. Um, you know, I, I've come so often that I am my problem. And, and the next sentence that come is just be willing. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's just to be willing. Because if I knew how to do it and could do it, I sure would have. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's forgiving my whatever and and uh, inviting in um, or allowing out that part of me that is scared mm. um, trust and and to know that if if this is my desire now that it can happen I, I allow it to happen mm. yeah allow beautiful thank you, thank you. Mm. anyone else Yeah, Phil. 
I'm just going to relate to uh, what Anne just said. <clears throat> as a as a kid, uh, a lot of it is black for me. So I used to have a father who had, a, had an explosive temper. And uh, I don't know, probably the age of five, I would uh, misbehave and get uh, smacked with a slipper as a kid. And I guess as as you are at that age, you don't know what's going on and you can't make a meaning and <clears throat> you tend to uh, draw on or create generalizations that all fathers are like this. In my case, all males are like this. So you tend to then uh, going forward in time, I don't want I don't want relationships with males because males are blah blah blah. They're abusive. They uh, they cause violence and the rest of it. So that that's what came up when Anne was talking, um, and it creates a trauma as well. And then that's that sets up a separation uh, between you and love. You are the problem, and you are the solution as well. Uh, so whatever happens between zero and seven as a kid. You set up generalizations in relation to other people, in my case, males. So that's what just came up. Thank you for sharing. You know, it's interesting. I'm still looking at this the statement I've read. And we are so far from feeling we are holy, eternal, free and whole, at peace forever in the heart of God. And I think from what Phil says and what from what I have shared, that a great deal of this comes from decisions made when we were too young to make decisions. And yet they are lasting and they have lasted a lifetime. I came across a very fascinating concept today in in the, the lessons in the Course in Miracles, and it's under Lesson Three Twenty Three. It talks about paying the debt we owe to truth, and to me. This is really interesting because our society is so focused on, you know, money. Like, oh, you got to go work. You got to go live. You got to go make ends meet. Oh, you know, like all this criticism about like 
all this marketing to go spend money, to borrow money, to get a house, to buy a car, to get a job, go to work. Like our whole day is really around going to, to work to make money and coming out to go spend money. And in that, there's a lot of debt. And I've had a lot of debt. I filed for bankruptcy once and I'll probably do it again next year because that's where I'm at. And the thing is, though, I, I used to, it's like such a, a stigma and a shaming type of thing. But this year I decided that it, it doesn't matter what debt means anymore to people because I felt like there was some other, like, more important truth underneath it. And these words make so much sense to me now. I just found it before the call today. The debt we owe to truth is the only debt that we really have to pay. And if, if I may, I'd like to read, um, read what the lesson is. The lesson says, I gladly make the sacrifice of fear. And that's the lesson. And in that, it talks about paying the debt we owe to truth. So the debt we owe to truth is to surrender our fear because we've been hoarding our own fears. And, and further it says, here's the only sacrifice you ask of your beloved son. You ask him to give up all suffering, all sense of loss and sadness, all anxiety and doubt, and freely let your love come streaming into his awareness healing him of pain and giving him your own eternal joy. Such is the sacrifice you ask of me and one I gladly make. The only cost of restoration of your memory to me for the salvation of the world. I felt like sharing that right now because it felt helpful. I'm going to mute because there's an alarm in the background. Wow, very powerful. Any anything come up for anyone? Any thoughts? I'm not sure what it means, debt to truth. What is our debt to truth? Does that mean when we haven't been true to ourselves? I was taking it to mean like the way Nadia and you can chime in Nadia I don't know if it's still alarming um, the way that we can feel like our our role is to, to well as Nadia was saying this lifetime is about finding security on the planet and living in the world and the way that money is the, the debt that we typically associate with. But what I was hearing was that we're working to really establish the truth within ourselves. So anything that's blocking it, that's our real work is to remove the blocks of fear to love. So that the debt we, we owe truth, <laughs> our life, we owe truth, our, our, um, commit, we're committed to knowing the truth for ourselves and as ourselves. That's kind of what I took, like that, it, that that's our real function and purpose. That was just what I was getting from it. 
as you're saying that, I had this little thought bubble that so if we we debt if we're in debt, what did we borrow? And instantly, I, I got a response from Holy Spirit. We borrowed time from God to have this experience because time isn't a real thing. Time is this like little pennies of you know that God has given us that, or that we we borrowed. We put ourselves into debt by living in this time and having this experience it's all it's all part of the illusion and 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 that when we are caught up in the fears that the illusion has now pigeonholed us into that's now taking or that's carving into the joy that is really like the bounty that god wants us to have and so for me, it, it was profound because it put everything in perspective. It said, look, you want to worry about money? Fine, but that's not really who you are. And um, I mean, now that you know that that's not who you are, are you going to still play with fake money? <laughs> are you going to like go and play with reality? So I had, now that I'm I'm like doing this work, I'm seeing a lot more like opportunities to go back to the same worries but then there's an immediate, like, wait a minute, didn't I already work through that? Like, hold on. Okay. So why is that coming up? And I'm like, okay, I, I don't need to keep borrowing those like things that those illusions that don't make any sense to me, but there's, because it's all in our head, it's easy to like, yeah, that's, it's complicated. <laughs> I'll stop there. Uh, as you as you're talking, Nadia, there's there's a couple of things that come up. Marketing feels like something that we want, that we need. It's disguised. Something is disguised. That's a lie that we don't really need. And then debt-wise, what came into mind was a definition of a bank. <clears throat> I heard a couple of days ago. Uh, and it's to do with like a river and banks of banks on either side, and we are uh, we are life, but we don't choose to live how life wants to flow through us. We choose to live life in a uh, non-authentic way which takes us further and further away from who we really are. And the debt is, as we live in that, you know, as we live in an illusion of who we think we are, the suffering, the pain um, gets heavier and heavier. Uh, that's what came to mind. That's awesome. As you said that, I thought I, I, this is such a perfect analogy and like wordplay is the river doesn't need to go to the bank to borrow water. Yeah. And if we stay in the flow, it will take us where we need to go. Yes. If we step out of the flow, we are, we're going to miss everything. 
the bank just just bottles up the water, but the、mm. river is already flowing full of life. Yeah, it's like a as you're saying, it's like a dam. You know, the dam is blocking the blocking the、uh, blocking the flow. But as we do our work, as the light comes in, that dam begins to crack, and then that water flow is allowed to go in the direction it's supposed to go. Back, you know, back to the sea, flight back to God. But we think we can control, and control comes in as well. We think we can control this flow with the banks, you know, the financial banks.、Mm-hmm. But as you look at the world, the debt gets bigger and bigger. <clears throat> and we're in trouble. The world's in trouble, right? Society's deteriorating. There's lots of、uh, mental issues in the world. There's scarcity. There's no food. There's、uh, suffering, disease. <clears throat> our, t- our kids have autism. We have to find the real world. We have to find the real world. Yeah. yeah that's the death. Back in the flow. Back in the、yeah. real flow. Yeah. yeah. Flowing back to God, flowing back to the sea, because we're all dro- we're all drops of the sea, aren't we? Right? We're all we're all cents in the dollar. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I think it's a way of looking at the world, and、um, I am just learning and trying to find the real world. And if I see the world、uh, as I see it, often also as you do, it doesn't make me happy. So、mm-hmm. then I start to read in the textbook and the lessons and so on to change my mind. That's your debt, isn't it? The debt is the unhappiness, the suffering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not. It's not supposed to be that way. No. No. So if I am in that、uh, kind of、uh, how do you say it in English?、Uh, if I am feeling that kind of way, I am going back to the textbook or to a lesson. To、uh, well, I am turning to Jesus or to the Holy Spirit, so、mm-hmm. that I don't stay trapped in that bad feeling. Yeah, no. There is a way to to to. For uplifting my mind,、yes. I don't say that I am su- always succeeding, but I, I'm trying, and I like to discover the real world and to to drop all that、uh, bad things. It's not that I am、uh, hiding them; it doesn't make sense. But to look in a different way—that is where this—that is what we are learning. I think. I hope. Otherwise, I'm going like a spiral downstairs, and that's not to be where I like to go. I want to go upstairs.、Mm, now you're talking spirals. It's that you're you're drawing a picture in my head, which is like a spiral down into debt, into the plug hole. Yeah. Or, or a spiral up. Yeah. Into heaven. Yeah. Into God. Yeah. 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 L- low energy, high energy. That's where I'm looking for. Yeah. It's not that I'm always,、uh, but well, that's why I'm studying and doing the the lessons and things like that, just to come out of it. Does anyone find that the activity 
for today has this effect that like when you get into your heart that you start you know because that's what I'm connecting what we had today to talk about like being in lack and then how you shift it how the shift can happen and I remember Jennifer and maybe you've heard her say too that she used to write the deep desire of her heart every day for an hour just like I don't know if it was exactly an hour, but she was saying she didn't just write a page of these things. And to me, it's to get into that flow. It's to allow the flow. It's to put her vibration, lift the vibration. So I do think like this analogy is really coming into how, like this is one tool for doing it. But what I'm hearing you say, Betty, too, is just hearing the truth or reading the truth or contemplating the truth or allowing the truth in can put us back into that flow, that, that good energy. But anyone else like have other thoughts? Karen, okay. Go ahead, Karen. It said so many different ways. It said so many different ways and it's really, really simple. The simplicity of it uh, escapes us because it's opposite of what the world is demonstrating. But it's like what we what we fill our minds with, what we love, we get more of. And if it's loving, hating our relatives, we get more of that. But, you know, if it's love being thankful for Nadia's experiences, then I find that I hear more people or it lights up this experience I had or that experience. And so I think, you know, these little things like you just said, Angela, an hour a day and, and of course the miracles are so just five minutes in the morning. It's like set yourself in a place to, to see the, the beauty, the good, the blessings, you know, the clear mind or the glass of water that tastes so good you see and instead of the invite to the restaurant you didn't get I, you know I think we complicate this place for us but we need to just focus down and can, I don't know you can put the rest of it together I'm sure thank you beautiful thank you discipline yeah Any other shares? Anyone want to share about their personal experience of the shifting or anything about the exercise or anything at all? Any final shares? Did you find the activity helpful? Anyone who's done it? Yeah. I honestly haven't done it like as it's, as she guided it. So I didn't, I haven't done it yet. So. I think I need to do it 10 times a day. Okay. <laughs> like Jennifer. Yeah. I don't think it will hurt. 
Anything else from anyone? Anything at all? Even a prayer request or anything at all? Final comments, final thoughts? Hmm. And? Uh, my final thought is <clears throat> that we have in front of us the hope that we will be judged by God the way the Course tells us we are judged by God. And if we hold that hope in front of us, and keep it in our mind constantly like a piece of paper in my pocket all the time uh, then it becomes something that we concentrate on rather than concentrating on what we don't have we're concentrating on what we do have which is is the eternal love of God if we are willing to accept it and let us guide, let it guide our lives. Thank you. That's beautiful. And that's why we have each other. So we keep remembering together the real world and the truth and the power we have to create and co-create. So thank you, Anne. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. And uh, we can seal it with a prayer. Does anyone want to pray us out? Aside from me, I'm happy to give you that opportunity. Okay, I'll do it. All right, we place our hand on our heart. And in that, we remember that we are the living, loving embodiment of purity. We are so grateful for each person who showed up today, sharing their heart, sharing their time, sharing this space, holding no judgment, feeling the oneness, seeing the beauty and the value in each person here. And we're grateful for the insights that we've received, the visions, the, the metaphors, everything that helps us remember the truth, that this is our true job on the planet. It's our career is to allow the blocks of fear to be removed and to do anything that's ours to do to let go of false ideas that we had created maybe as a child or at any point in the journey or at another lifetime. We are committed to being a beacon of love and hope for ourselves and living in the real world amidst an illusory world 
we're grateful for this opportunity to be here, to learn, to explore, and to really live a life of trust and faith, living our, our own truth, even if it doesn't feel accepted or understood. And so we're grateful again for this team of loving beings that we are walking together with. May our light, may the, the ease and the grace and the joy and the peace and the light that we exude, may it draw more, more beings to this path. And although we know we're one, we also acknowledge each individual journey, each individual drop of water in the beautiful <laughs> collective. And we go forth with this peace, with this knowing, with this gratitude that we are thriving in this lifetime. We're grateful and thankful and we share the blessings with all. And so it is. Amen. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Ooh, deep one today. (laughs) Okay. Bye for now. Okay. Back to the world. Bye. Bye. Bye.